Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, June 13th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Hong Kong's chief executive has vowed to push ahead with an extradition bill that has sparked violence. Boris Johnson says a no-deal Brexit plan would be a, quote, last resort. And U.S. President Donald Trump says Poland will build a facility to host 1,000 American troops. Plus, the FT's Joe Renison explains why U.S. homeowners are rushing to refinance their mortgages. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Hong Kong's chief executive, Carrie Lam, has vowed to push ahead with an extradition bill that has sparked violent protests. Ms. Lam will continue with the bill that drew an estimated one million people into the street Sunday. On Wednesday, tens of thousands of people gathered in the central business district where FT's Asia editor, Jamil Anderlini, reported from the scene. Protesters on the overpass are dropping umbrellas down to people down here so they can take them to the front line and protect themselves from the pepper spray. Police also used rubber bullets and tear gas. By 7 p.m. Hong Kong time, demonstrators were cleared from right outside the Legislative Council. The bill would allow criminal suspects for the first time to be extradited to mainland China. People opposed to the bill said it will allow China to extradite political opponents or others on trumped-up charges. Miss Lam wept in a TV interview on Wednesday, saying she was not selling out Hong Kong, adding that she was born and raised in the territory. Boris Johnson officially launched his candidacy for the leadership of the UK's Conservative Party yesterday, just one day ahead of the first round of voting in the contest. It's time to end this debilitating uncertainty, to end the doubts and division with clarity and decision. And that is why I believe I'm the right person to take this country forward. Mr. Johnson dialed back his rhetoric on Brexit, conceding that Britain would only enact a no-deal exit as a, quote, last resort. So let me clear that I am not aiming for a no-deal outcome. I don't think that we will end up with any such thing. But it is only responsible to prepare vigorously and seriously. Mr. Johnson has not ruled out proroguing Parliament to bypass the opposition to no-deal. But he says he's, quote, not attracted to it either. The opposition Labour Party failed in its bid to seize control of the House of Commons process that could stop a future prime minister from suspending parliament in order to force a no-deal exit. But on Wednesday, the FT saw a confidential cabinet note prepared on May 21st. It warned the country wouldn't be ready for a no-deal exit from the EU by the October 31st deadline. And U.S. President Donald Trump says that Poland will build a facility that will host American troops. Mr. Trump made the announcement during a White House press conference with Polish President Andrzej Duda on Wednesday. Poland will still provide basing and infrastructure to support military presence of about 1,000 American troops. The Polish government will build these projects At no cost to the United States, the Polish government will pay for this. 
Mr. Trump said the troops would be redeployed from elsewhere in Europe. There are 4,500 American forces who currently spend time in Poland on a rotating basis. Poland has pushed the U.S. to establish a permanent military presence in the country due to concerns about Russian influence in the region. But Mr. Trump wouldn't say if the 1,000 troops would be permanently stationed in Poland. And here's a closer look at a story we're following. U.S. homeowners are rushing to refinance their mortgages. The FT's Capital Markets reporter, Joe Renison, explains why. What we've seen in the mortgage market, or or particularly amongst kind of homeowners and home buyers, was a sort of burst of refinancing activity prior to the Fed ramping up its interest rate increases a few years ago. So the Fed first raised interest rates at the end of 2015, and then it followed up and did so again at the end of 2016. And as the Fed kind of really intensified that path of increasing interest rates, applications, mortgage applications really dropped off. Why does that happen? Well, because mortgages are fundamentally tied to interest rates, uh, underpinned by treasury yields, which is the sort of benchmark rate across the world. And so as they go up, borrowing costs increase. So, understandably, people are less likely to take out a mortgage if it costs them more money to do so. And so that kind of brings us up to this year. And then this year, what have we seen? Well, we've seen a tremendous increase in growth concerns across the world, in China, in Europe, and now even kind of emerging in the US. And we've seen sort of that intensified or amplified by the trade wars and trade offensive that the US has had with China and Mexico in particular. That, in turn, drags down treasury yields, drags down interest rates, increases expectations that the Fed will cut interest rates in the future as well. And so borrowing costs for homeowners and home buyers have fallen. Mortgage rates fundamentally have declined. And that is why we've seen this spurt, this rush of refinancing activity. So what should we be paying attention to going forward? Sure. So going forward... You know, these things tend to happen in sort of bursts because borrowing rates fall. A certain number of mortgages that were priced at higher interest rates suddenly become sort of eligible for refinancing because you can save a bit of money. And so they typically do. Everyone likes saving money, right? And so they typically get refinanced. And so the question will become is, where do interest rates go from here? A lot of people expect the Fed to cut interest rates you know, a couple of times before the end of the year. That's almost priced into markets now. So does the Fed then kind of, does that snowball and interest rates get dragged lower and lower into 2020? If so, you will see more mortgages become eligible for refinancing and homeowners likely will do so. And similarly, it provides a burst for home buying activity as well because it's cheaper to get your mortgage, but it's not quite as of a direct feed-through because there's lots of reasons why you might buy a house. Your own personal circumstances are probably paramount, but then you're going to look at sort of the broader economic situation, job security, all of these sorts of things uh, that might inhibit you from buying a house and applying for a mortgage, even if borrowing rates are low. But if you already own that house, and if you're already paying off a mortgage, then as soon as you're able to refinance at a cheaper rate, then you're probably going to do it because nothing else has shifted. 
When does the Fed meet next? Fed next meets at the end of this month and then in July as well. And there's currently around a sort of 75% chance priced into markets. So these probabilities are derived from futures markets, which is a type of interest rate derivative. And there's currently a sort of 75% chance that the Fed will cut interest rates at that meeting. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today we'll be following along as the 10 UK leadership party candidates go through the first ballot of Tory MPs. Any candidate that receives fewer than 16 votes will be automatically eliminated. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.